0: Welcome to the Universal Sisterhood podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman they were designed to be. Every human heart is created to be known, loved, and understood. So, this is the place where women can share their stories. Welcome to the episode. Um, in today's podcast, I speak with Cassie Kant, who is one of the women that. Um, Brought about the Vows Project, which uh, she had a stirring on her heart after the Blessed uh, Shine Retreat, Blessed Is She Shine Retreat in Phoenix, um, that she really wanted to restore marriage and bring back real honest conversations about marriage. Um, Because let's face it, two people living together is really hard work sometimes. I mean, it is good and it, it there is a lot of goodness there and a lot of fun but sometimes when we hit the hard spots when we don't see that as being normal and i think people think what is wrong with me what is wrong with my marriage and they fear the hard stuff because they think that they've failed i'm here to tell you you haven't failed marriage is hard let's be honest we live in a social media kind of world where only our best front is exposed to the world. We only want people to see the good stuff and not the bad stuff, and that's really wrong and dishonest and unauthentic. We need to be authentic about marriage. We need to be real about it, and we need others to know that it can be really hard, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, in fact, that's where, the, that's where a lot of growing happens and we should kind of embrace it um enjoy the conversation she was so good she was so fun and um so positive about hard places which was great so I hope you enjoyed the episode please share it with a friend if it helps you and um speak to you next time enjoy welcome to the podcast Cassie Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. Now, let's start with who you are and just something a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your sure. family.
1: I'm Cassie Kent and I am from sunny San Diego, California. Beautiful. Um, I've been married to Mike for 11 years now and we have three children, uh, nine, five and two.
0: So And a, a dog. Doghouse. And a puppy. And a
1: dog. Oh yeah, we just got a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so forget that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're on the podcast with us today because we're talking about marriage and what it's not. <laughs> or, yes. or blowing the myths completely about what, what society says marriage is. Yes. Can you explain a little bit about what your new project is? Sure, yeah. Um, and how it came about?
1: Yeah, at the uh, Blessed Is She Shine Retreat, which mm-hmm. I know you're at Jeff. Mm-hmm. that's where we met. Um, the Holy Spirit was just um, really moving, I think, in a lot of hearts, and I feel like activating a lot of people to do His work, and I came away from that retreat just feeling like, Lord, I asked the Lord on the retreat, what are my gifts, and how do you want me to use them? And he immediately put, um, marriages on, on my heart. Like marriages need to be ministered to marriages need to be more supported. Um, and, um, just gave me a hunger to serve in that area. So just praying about it and unpacking that, I was like, okay, well, what can I do? (laughs) What, what can I do to start something? And I'm familiar with the Instagram social media world. So I was like, I'm just going to go there and just bring attention to um, a few things that was on my heart, especially um, my husband and I's heart after many conversations um, about marriages and how we can just better do our bit to help. And um, the Lord just put uh, really the inspiration uh, for the Vows Project, meaning um, just to put a spotlight on Um, that we need to talk more about marriages. We Mm. need to have more real conversations about marriages and the realities that they face. Yeah. And um, as well as um, encourage couples to act out, like live out their vows every day. That's why the Vows Project came into existence is just really empowering couples that, like love is an action and that we need to be acting more consciously every day to Mm -hmm. live out our vows and to be choosing the other every day and bringing Christ more deeply into our marriages through just prayer and inviting him in. So that was really what, what that that is what the Vows Project is, and that was just um, what I put out into the world through Instagram um, on Instagram with the help and support of, of my husband and another um, and another woman and, and her husband, uh, Megan. And what, when we put it out there, it just was like, whoa, we were blown away by the response that we got. And to me, it just really speaks to the need that there is in the church to talk more about this, to actively support one another better. Yeah, and yeah, just talk to talk more about it.
0: Do you think? I mean, do you think it's because marriage is it's so easy to give up these days? We're never we're not encouraged to stick it out. Yeah. Why? Why do you, I, I just wanted to read this quote from Anne Voskamp. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I can find it, hang on. I'm technologically challenged today. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> she says here. Healthy relationships have a healthy relationship with breaking and changing, with dying and rising, with the status quo shell breaking and steadily new emergings. The suffering of a breaking seed is what grows growth. And I think mm-hmm. we're more than ever, we're afraid of that. Mm-hmm. Because when things start to break, we kind of think society tells us we have failed or it's, yeah. it's much easier to give up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think?
1: I think, um, like, well, as, as human beings, we don't like pain and suffering and we run away from it. And then, and we also like are kind of trained to think that it's bad when really, um, the Lord teaches us by his own example, there's redemption and suffering. Like there's so much good that can come from it. And, um, so I, I'm here. Yeah, no, I know. It's fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. To to that quote is that um, I think think it's normal for marriages to have lows and highs and um, and even more reason why we need Christ in our marriage to be focused on that. And, um, like, even just, I feel like this past year, for me personally, Mike and I went through our hardest, darkest time mm-hmm. thus far, and yet it, coming out of that, brought us more freedom, more growth, like, we're in this completely different place now, yeah. and it's a good place, yeah. like, it's a richer place, and that one of that place would have only come about because we went through a breaking, like, we went through... Yeah. Like a serious trial, yeah. you know. Um, and I mean, and marriage, <clears throat> and um, marriage is all about. And I think we need to step away from the idea that we get married, and marriage is all about for our own happiness. Yeah. Um. It's really all about dying to self. Like yeah. I'm actually, we enter into our marriage to die to ourselves. Exactly. Like, that's literally an invitation. <sighs> it should be a welcome one for pain and suffering but it's all for the good reason because our main goal is not happiness it's heaven no. like I believe this is my vocation that's going to refine me and make me better for heaven and I need that for Mike as well and so there's a lot of dying that is involved you know
0: yeah totally yeah. I see I... I read something once and it said, pursuing an unchangeable state of happiness will lead you to, to a stagnant state of despair. And I mm. thought, how true is that? We can't, con- we weren't meant to be continually happy this side of heaven. Yeah. So we can't yep. expect it from our marriage. Yeah. Like that's just unrealistic. Yeah. Do you Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's not about staying happy as much as it is about staying growing. Because mm-hmm. if we're not growing, we're not. Um, it can't. It, we can't remain in a, a, a certain state. It has to keep changing and growing, and that means yeah. pain, because it, yeah. it it always hurts to grow. <laughs> I don't it, know about yeah, you, getting, yeah, it, just it little kids getting grow. teeth. It hurts. You know, yeah, growing yeah. pains. It hurts. Yeah. You, yeah, you can't expect anything different from your marriage, really. And I think. Yeah. I think um, that the idea about happiness. I've been profoundly lonely in my marriage, but I have mm-hmm. a good marriage. Mm-hmm. So there's that paradox, you know. It's 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 a good marriage, but it hurts sometimes. It's yeah, not, it's, absolutely. It's not pain free.
1: No, no, and that's why I'm like, you know, we just have to the. The more we can accept the reality that marriage is hard and we can embrace it, hmm. then when we hit those moments where it's hard, we don't feel shame and guilt in that. We just realize it, embrace it, and roll up our sleeves. And like, okay.
0: And there's more. a third person what in are that are marriage that you can rely on. I, I I Like when I was lonely... Because of a certain, you know, I mean, this is, we've been married almost 20 years. And it, on the outside, I mean, it is a good marriage. Don't get me wrong. I love, and I love him, yeah. even when I am in those moments or those times, seasons, which I like to use, of um, loneliness or sadness, it doesn't mean I love him any less. I actually love him really? more. Uh, yeah. Like, weirdly, because I know I'm not alone. <laughs> Yeah. I know there's a third person in this marriage, and that's God.
1: Yeah, and that's 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 really the key. Yeah, <laughs> is is a, a asking Jesus into your marriage, asking the Lord to be in your marriage, to be praying together, to be pursuing holiness, um, individually hmm. and as as a couple as well.
0: Yeah, I know, and I don't know about you. You obviously seem like you pray a lot together but only yes, when you put up do. that that thing a few weeks ago about um what you were doing and the intent the three intentions for lent could you tell our listeners yeah. what they were
1: yeah so part of the part of the vows project uh, and just to like bring awareness is we came up with a lenten challenge um for people to just latch onto lent is a perfect time to just acquire and focus on new habits mm-hmm. and um and honestly, I needed to be refined on these habits as well. So the three things, which is all about, goes to the core of how to live out our vows. So we want to encourage the couples to live out their vows, but I'm always like practical application queen. Like it's not going to sink in for me personally if there's not like a practical application. So what does that mean to live out my vows, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we narrowed it down to three things because it's easy to remember. And that is to every day in Lent and hopefully beyond Lent, mm-hmm. but concentrated on that to 1 pray, pray for your spouse every day 2 to offer up a sacrifice for them so you know abstain from doing something you know like don't put salt on your potatoes don't butter your bread one you know that day as an intentional sacrifice to offer that up for your spouse hmm. and third doing some type of thoughtful thing for them you know really going out of your way really actually thinking Every day, like, what is, what's going to be my thoughtful action that really puts, hmm. like, just something thoughtful that hmm. I love them, hmm. you know, and it can be super simple. Um, it doesn't need to be extravagant, and every day can be different, or every day could be the same. You've latched onto something that works, and you could just do that same thing if they really appreciate it. But the idea, and I need, this is really, that was really hugely for me. Well, because it helped that.
0: me. When I read it, I thought... <laughs> almost 20 years and I don't think I have been intentional like I do things for him I pray but I don't think I have been intentional in doing something like that all three of those things for him every day and for for our marriage no wonder I have times of loneliness (laughs) well I know because I mean
1: we have to be seeking each other out too so it's like we just have times of loneliness too for different reasons like yeah. ki- like the demands of kids and their schedules you know like you just kind of miss each other a lot mm. you know just you don't know, have time to connect yeah so this almost like intentionally provides like this bringing back to the forefront that our vocation isn't to have kids our vocation is to get each other to heaven it's each other mm. you know mm. um our children and what comes from that is all fruit of our love for each other. But let's get back to like, I love you and I need to And there was a reason
0: why I married you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. And I'm not, um, I think it's important to like, again, this is going back to like, at least what I'm working on with the thoughtful aspect of it is I know I do like the laundry and chores and stuff. And a lot of what I do um, it is for him and for us and our contribution to the family but there's something about I, I need to do something that's really going to speak to his love language, it's really mm-hmm. going to speak to him like he needs he, he needs to hear it from me, like words of affirmation or he need, I need to do something specific just for him, even though I do a mm-hmm. lot of the things for him it means so much it really does when you go out of your way for the other and mm-hmm. if he's doing that same for me our cup is just so full, yeah. you know we're not just grasping at each other you know like grasping for each other's attention and affection it's it's overflowing
0: and even know? if he's not on board he when when they see things that you have done for them they start to you know they yeah. appreciate it and they reciprocate even without them knowing it like absolutely there there are people saying oh my husband's not we're not on the same page or if you started they will reciprocate because yeah. they understand, like in a different way. <clears throat> but yeah. it will start we, to bear fruit.
1: Yeah. Or we think like things are always quantity, like uh, quantity based. Like if I give them this, like I'm gonna run out mm. of things, you know. But it's it's always more, especially when it's when the Lord is there. Like the Lord's always abundant and generous, you know. So if you're giving. More often than not, the response is going to be like an even more like of a re- – you're going to receive even more back mm-hmm. than we think, mm-hmm. you know, because the Lord is generous um, um, in that. And
0: I... Keep going. Sorry. No, oh, that's all. Yeah. Uh, no, I uh, the other day um, I heard a friend say that both her and her husband are quite hot-headed and mm-hmm. they, you know, they bottle everything up and then they explode. They're both the same. Um, and they have resorted during Lent to writing a letter to each other. Um, that's wow. awesome! Isn't that gorgeous? That's so that so they great. they can, because they've got lots of little kids. So words of affirmation sure. over you know over yep. the noise of the kids doesn't really mean that much. I love what you're wearing today. You know, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> so I mean,
1: and how cool is that too? Because it's concrete. You can go back and read that.
0: Yeah. You know? especially. I mean... Yeah, especially when you have those times of, like, he's driving me mad. You can go back to the letter that you wrote. Yeah. uh, You know, affirming them of your love for them or they did something nice for you and it's concrete. It's it's, It's
1: concrete. Yeah, absolutely. So helpful. I love that. And, I mean, just intentionality. You know? just Hmm. It's like, find something that's going to work for you um, and... Just be intentional about seeing each other every day, you yeah,
0: know? Exactly. But really seeing, not just yeah. seeing you at the end of the dinner table.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, I'll go and get it. My son, my son wants his Lego helicopter. Oh, <laughs> Harry. Yeah, oh, Harry, all right. <laughs> uh, it'll be there soon. Um, I wanted to read... A um excerpt from my go to woman at the moment. She's amazing. Yeah. Anne Voskamp. I don't know if you've read anything from her. Oh yeah. But she says she 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 has a blog and on her blog a few months ago she was writing about marriage and mm-hmm. she said that um, where is it? Marriage isn't a playground. Marriage is a field where the hard places are broken up by suffering and the dry places are softened by rain of tears and what dies falls into the shattered, surrendered earth and there is patient, nourishing and cultivating and praying in the long wait until the field yields. Marriage isn't so much about staying happy as much as marriage is about staying growing. And I just... Like, it's not a playground. You know, we have these, mm-hmm. it might be a playground for the first, I don't know, 10 months of your marriage, but that, <laughs> you, you get bored of the playground. Maybe. You've got, yeah, not even, yeah. yeah, maybe the first week. Yeah. It's hard yeah. living with somebody. Yep. Day yep. in, day out. Um, and I think we need honest conversations with other women about how hard it is. And yep. And no shame in saying it's hard. There's no shame in crying and lamenting, you know. It needs to be spoken because people kind of go in on themselves and think, oh, such and such, they've broken up. You know, it's about that seven-year itch. Mm Oh, I'm feeling a bit like that now. Maybe it's my turn to give up. Um, Right. Do you find that? Do you find a lot of women are... Yeah, I mean, our
1: culture is saturated in, like... Negative. Couples, negative couples being negative, uh, uh, and couples just not sticking it out and like good for you because you're not happy in this you know but if we're actually having more real conversations and genuinely um wanting to support each other better and uh, honestly like a huge resource for mike and i in our dark times is other couples like uh other couples um that are in the same season as us and other couples that have been married a decade or more more than us that can really speak some wisdom over mm-hmm. us and speak truth and be like, yeah, we were in that place too and this is how we got through it, you know? Um, or a couple that's in the same season that are like, yeah, we're here, we're there too but we're fighting. Yeah. You know, there's something to like being surrounding yourself and, and uh, or just listening more to couples that are fighting for their marriages, you know? Because um, then you're like, yes, we uh, we can do this too. But, you know, when we turn to our modern culture, it's mostly about giving up or... Entitled. Um,
0: Entitlement to yeah, happiness.
1: Yes. Yes. It, it being entitled because of this, that, or the other. And I'm like, it's about dying. <laughs> it's about um, one... My, my husband tells this story a lot. It was um, in confession or talking to a priest at some point when we were um, preparing to get married. The priest told him, you know, marriage isn't just like you give 50% and she gives 50% and we both are equal in this. And we're both equally getting something out of each other. He's like, "It's you are giving 51%. Hmm. Like, you are giving more, more Yeah, it's always about giving more and seeking truly to die to self. Like, our darkest times are because I'm being refined. I'm like, oh, this is so hard Mm. because, dang, my my flaws are coming out. My insecurities are coming out. Mm. And we're just like, yeah, it's just a refining moment. So when you're giving 51%, it's totally a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. in expectations
0: Even that cliche of communication and don't go to bed angry. Like, that, you hear that all the time, but that is really hard. When, yeah. when, When communication isn't their love language, Yeah. it's hard to be vulnerable to them. Like, because you, you think, how yeah. are they going to receive me? Are they going to, you know, think I'm this blubbering mess? Or, you know, it's really hard. But to to go give 51%, give 52%, you reap mm-hmm. the rewards. Like, it is so worth it. Yeah. yeah. Re- regardless of, you know, they, might, they, they won't think you're mad if you really open your heart because that gives them an opportunity to be vulnerable as well. And that's what we all want. Yeah. We all want yeah. our authentic selves to be seen, I think.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I feel like when I have more of, I have to remind myself every day. day, I'm giving 51%. You know, like if I am reminding myself of that, it again perpetuates um, more abundance, right? Mm-hmm. I am giving more. That is, he sees that, he's receiving that, he is wanting to give more. Um, I just fall way too um, easily into. Um, scare like a scarcity mentality yeah, like my scarcity I, mindset. I don't have enough i don't have enough to give so i'm only going to give a little bit to him yeah. and he gets my scraps and um and there's no way he possibly can give me more yeah. you know then you know and so it it's this cycle then and then i realize i quote unquote need more and then i'm grasping for his affection or i'm like bitter if i don't get it and yep. then it, it's this cycle that's not going to go anywhere good. And just
0: feeding us those lies?
1: Yeah, yeah. But if it's a, if I have come from um, a mentality of abundance, and that I my vocation is to give more of myself every day, and he in turn has the same, then it perpetuates more. <laughs> you know, like um, we're all getting what what um, what our cups need. You know. Yeah
0: that's exactly right but the lies are being fed to us by the the enemy himself because he wants nothing more to yeah. see marriages destroyed Absolutely. he wants nothing more than for you to be miserable he wants nothing more yeah. than feeding off your insecurities and your you know fear that you're never going to get yeah. enough or you're not enough yeah and we need to I mean- we need to fight back <laughs>
1: absolutely i mean and we enter into these marriages you know sacramental marriages like that this is our means this is our way to heaven like this is our vocation and he wants to be attacking that truth you know um and and um da- you know damaging the bridges to get there mm. and those bridges are built between me and my spouse like we are to refine each other and get each other to heaven. That's what we yeah. believe.
0: And I think we're and shamed into staying these days. Like, you're not shamed into divorcing and giving up and leaving. You're actually shamed. Like, oh, you're, stay- right. you're staying with him? You're sticking it out? Like, right? are you mad? Yeah. How wrong because is that? Because
1: that's the mentality that it's for ourselves. Mm. Like, it, entitlement, like, um, so, like... What do I want to say? It's it like our life is for our own. But yeah. when I enter my marriage, I say on the altar, my life is not my own. It is now yours.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and yours and is. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, yeah. Just walking away from that general idea that it just—it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so easy to get into that because it's so it's everywhere in our culture that we need to be looking out for ourselves and we're our own number one and mm. my happiness is above everyone else's. Yeah. Um, it's, um, but really, <clears throat> it's not. <laughs> it's no, for I know the other. Um, and
0: I that's I, my, I listened my to my a, a TED talk last night. A friend recommended it. I was saying I, I told her I was doing a podcast on. Mar- what marriage isn't, <laughs> the hard. Yeah. marriage is hard. And she said, oh, I listened to this really interesting TED talk on um, coming back from an affair, like mm-hmm. resurrecting your marriage from an affair. And she was quite interesting. And she said that um, in your lifetime, you'll probably have two to three marriages, but it's often with the same person. And I thought that was interesting because your marriage does so it changes it goes through stages and it 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 breaks and it and it gets old and but that's where the pruning is and you if you prune it you look cultivate it it's hard it's painful but then new life comes the new you know a new understanding or a a better a deeper love comes yeah and I I mean
1: It makes sense because we're always changing. We are individually always changing and we're growing older and that comes with the different complications. If we have kids, like we're always in new seasons. Hmm. So we're always changing as people. So it.
0: So we can't expect our marriage to, to stay the same.
1: Correct. If it's and actually, if it stays the same, that's when it dies. Yeah. Like um, and people will walk away from it once it dies. And so it's like, no, if we're constantly changing, then we need to more intentionally work even harder to like make sure we're changing together, though. Like even yes. though we're individually changing, that we're still on this journey together. And that's why, like, the like an aspect of the vows project is just to call people and encourage people to put action into their marriage again. I think they think you fall into it and it'll just happen. Hmm. And like, and as soon as happiness stops happening, you're out. Like, it's like, no, like it literally takes a lot of work and intentionality behind it to always be journeying together.
0: Hmm. And I think also comparison, comparing marriages, because mm. you don't know what's really going on. Everybody has something yeah. going on, even if it yeah. looks really good on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we go away a lot as a couple, and oh, you're so good. You go away. You you know, you spend time together. Yeah, but it's not always fun. <laughs> <laughs> but it's necessary. It is totally necessary. Um, and it's not always you know champagne and. Ski lifts. I can tell you that much. Sure, sure. It's you got to work at it. It's hard. Yeah.
1: Well, it's something you guys have discovered that, um. And I think finding something you both enjoy doing and really yeah. seizing that and capitalizing on that is so important. Yeah. Um. I think too. Like, there's an emphasis. We need to be having fun together. Yeah. Like we really do. And finding something you mutually enjoy. Yeah. Whether it's reading books or together or traveling whatever it is to really capitalize on that because that's where you discover each other again you know that's where you fall in love with each other all over again because it's hard work and life's hard work but it shouldn't all be hard all <laughs> the time it's hard but we should be enjoying each other yeah that was like the whole goal yeah right? uh, and that's what brought you together to begin with you know so like really capitalizing on those activities and um and doing your best to be, again, intentional about that. That's, that's to me, an action item, you know? It's yeah. like, yeah, actually acting on the activities that you enjoy together are really, really important. Yeah. Um, and having happy memories.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, memories, I think creating memories. Yeah. Good and bad. That's what solidifies <laughs> you. That's what gets you through, you know, you think back, oh, you hit a hard patch and you think... You know, we, we did all this together. We can't give up now, you know. Right. I think it's, yeah. it's important. Yeah. And also keeping, I know this is morbid, this is really, really morbid, but death, who do you want with you, you know, Yeah. when you're dying? Like, don't you want your the person that you've created most of those memories with? You don't want no one. You don't want to be alone. Yeah. You want them with you to the end of your life you want to be with them later on in the after. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to see them yeah. again.
1: Right, right. Like we have to keep no, that. No, for sure. I mean, it's a normal thing to want companionship, hmm. you know? And um, I think we just have to realise that it's... It just takes work to continue on that companionship. I just think it doesn't happen. I just think that's the idea we want to wake from. It doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we think working at our marriage is just doing the day-to-day grind of what life throws at you instead of intentionally like, no, we're going to actually do it this way because this is what unites us and I'm not going to let life just happen to me we're going to be intentional on living our life and living it together
0: what do you say to to a couple or to a woman because predominantly women not only women listen to this podcast but may, mostly women um, mm-hmm. feel that they're in it alone in the prayer life side um, those I know for me I look at couples who are united you know from with their faith and their prayer life and their life and their, you know, child. Yep. And sometimes you think, oh, if only we were, to, we were more connected in this area or that area. Um, how do you tell them that it's possible to bring, encourage them to pray more? Do I, am I making sense? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think I get what you're getting at. I mean, really, the only person that can make that happen is jesus yeah. you know like and so to me praying for your spouse mm-hmm. every day just i'm gonna really say this word a lot but intentionally praying for them and interceding for them and fasting for them um if if that is something they desire is to have a prayer life together um and to be more united on that just
0: Praying for and baby steps. It. You're not gonna have yeah. go from oh, yeah. not praying together to saying a whole rosary together.
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. Do baby steps. Like, do one simple prayer that you both know together. But I think starting is better than like anything elaborate. Like, keep it super simple, and it will expand and it will um, evolve. Um, or or even you holding just... their
0: hand when you're praying yeah. and they don't know.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a sweet gesture. Yeah, yeah so I love that.
0: if you're in bed, just put your paw out, hold on to them. Yeah.
1: So. And I think it's important that we communicate mm-hmm. that that is important to us. Um, you know, I think all too often, and I guess I'm speaking maybe mostly to myself, I think Mike should know how I am thinking and feeling. And so, and um, he does it. All he gets is like my bitterness that he doesn't get it. And it's because I'm not communicating it well. So we literally say, babe, I would like to pray together. Can we do that? Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, those things are vulnerable and hard, but they're so important. And just see what they say and navigate it from there. But I think, I think a, a lot of people just don't communicate what they, what they want yeah. from and their spouse. And we expect them
0: to know and they don't know. Yes. So it's a vicious cycle. We get in this, like, we get grumpier and huffier and, you know, start banging the dishes down loud thinking, you should know <laughs> yes. that I need help in the kitchen. But you haven't asked for it.
1: Isn't it obvious I'm being <laughs> so loud in here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're not my readers. They just think, totally. oh, she's dropping the pans a bit tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's, like, more often than not, Mike is so... Willing, he just like doesn't needs to get be it, asked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just needs. Um, I need to be better at communicating that. So that is a place to start: is interceding and praying for them, and then just in earnest um, expressing that is something you want, and maybe have. You know, just a small request in mind. That's you know to get things going. That's not like I want to pray together, and it's something really elaborate hmm. or um, requires a lot. So if it's if if prayer is new to that person or new experience for you as a couple, like start really small, like Angel of God prayer, something really familiar. Glory really, be to you the, know? the Father. <laughs> yeah, glory be, like that is. It's powerful. Just saying the name of Jesus, right, is powerful. Um, and uh, I think um, that's, like, a good place to start.
0: Yeah, and probably. nothing's Just hopeless. my recommendation.
1: No, nothing is ever no hopeless. No relationship.
0: I mean, I mean there the are... Lord
1: is, <laughs> he does miracles, you know, um, and we believe that. So, yeah. yeah, nothing is ever hopeless.
0: Okay, so if people want to get in contact with you or what's your handle on Instagram? Yeah.
1: Uh, um, Well, the Vows Project handle is the Vows Project, um, and we're on Instagram there doing our Lenten challenge, and we're curating content over Lent that's really honing in on um, a different vow each week. So this week we are focusing on, I promise to be true to you, in sickness. I saw that and like, what morning. does that mean? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? And people are sharing their own perspectives of that, which has been really cool. Mm. Um, you can find me personally um, on Instagram as well, just Cassie Kent underscore. Um, and that's probably the easiest way to to connect with me. Um, but definitely check out the Vows Project and just be encouraged. It's not, again, it's a project. It's as Everybody's putting their stories in, in this project. It would not be very interesting or um, good if it was just Mike and I because we still are. We, we This is a need for us as well. I, I just wanted to curate as many um, perspectives and stories as possible. So it's just been a really cool thing that the Holy Spirit really has put together um, to just facilitate more conversations about marriages and aspects of that and encourage people to live out their vows every day.
0: Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. So um, at the end of this podcast, every week or every interview, we say something that brought you joy this week. Have you thought of anything that's brought you joy?
1: Anything that's brought me joy? Um...
0: Man, it doesn't have to be so religious, it can be anything.
1: I know, you even prepped me on this and I was like, oh man, of course, that's <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I would say um, just seeing what the Lord is doing with this, uh, to me this Vows Project thing was such a small yes, it really was, and to see what the Lord is doing with it and the momentum that is coming from it and people reaching out and wanting to do more and, and, and to meet the needs and the church right now, I'm very overwhelmed by that in a good way. (laughs) Good overwhelm. And it brings me so much joy to have... I mean, people come come to me now and share their hearts. That brings so much joy to me. Yeah, how lovely. Um, And more than ever, it's like, yeah, we're not alone in this. Like, that's so powerful to know, you know, everyone's having a hard time and everyone goes through also joyful seasons. And just to then... Be connected with people on that, um, it's been really beautiful. So that's really brought me a, a ton of joy this
0: week. How lovely. Sure. Well mine yeah. is my, I have a new nephew as of a <gasps> few days ago. And Yay! just Oh, he's so beautiful. Just to see the joy of new life. It never gets old. Yeah. It never gets old. It's so newborn babies yeah. are just the best. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, they really are. They have a special smell. You're just like, mmm,
0: delicious. <laughs> Dr- drink it in. They're so beautiful. So it's to I love it. to little Archie. He brought me lots of joy. Oh, Archie. <laughs> cute. Yeah, he's cute. All right, Cassie, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much for, for having putting me. up with all my um, trouble. <laughs> Technical
1: difficulties. <laughs> That's okay. It's part of the journey, I tell you.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. That's great. All right, now you can go to bed.
1: I know, I know, seriously. (laughs) All right, Jess, thank you so much for having me. See you. All right, have a good night. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.